You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. I knew I should have tied those ropes tighter. Yeah, well, I got loose. And folks, welcome to Geekiest Show Ever, episode 228. And I am back in, in rare form, mainly Damn. because I didn't get cooked on the grill well <laughs> enough. But that's beside the point. How are you doing, Michael? Not too bad. And all jokes aside, I mean, it was kind of fun hosting, but I went back and listened to myself, and I just don't do as good as you do. So it's best to have you in the captain's chair, and I'll sit back here in the peanut gallery and throw insults at you. Well, don't feel too bad. You and Melissa did an excellent job last week. It was a real treat to listen to you two. And uh, thank you to everybody online that sent me well wishes for my crud to go away. Mike was asking me what it was, and I said, well, if I knew exactly what it was, I wouldn't have had to self-medicate as heavily as I did. Oh, <laughs> but uh, I just, by Sunday morning, I was feeling really drug out and couldn't hardly stay awake, so it was best. I think I crawled in bed Sunday night around 9 o'clock, or maybe a little before, <laughs> and didn't get up until almost 5 o'clock uh, Monday morning, which is a long time for me to sleep. That's a long sleep for me. So most people are going, that's every night for me. I know. Generally, I only get about five and a half or six hours of sleep a night. That's about the best I can do. And that was about nine hours. So I yeah, was... that, that, that zonks a person out. Because, yeah, normally, um, well, during the weekday when I have to get up and work, it's probably about four, maybe four and a half hours, somewhere in there. Uh, weekends, yeah, I tend to sleep in a little longer, maybe six or seven hours. But Yeah, and uh, if you're wondering why you don't hear either of the ladies with us, we have an unfortunate circumstance. Uh, well wishes out to Elisa this week. Bless her heart, she's not feeling well. Um, and honestly, folks, I didn't go up there and give her the crud. If she got it, she got it through iMessage or through Twitter. I didn't send it up to her any other way. So we may have our first... Uh, iMessage virus that's gone out there. I don't know. <laughs> mm. Now what? Now I should sanitize my microphone here. I tell you what, just go get a bottle of hand sanitizer, drink it, and you'll be okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, and Melissa will most likely be joining us at some time during the podcast, but there's no guarantee she's working on something with a member of the family, so we'll see if she makes it in with us tonight. But, uh, so... At least for the beginning of the show, you're stuck with Mike and Kevin, so we're the M&K instead of the M&Ms like last week. <laughs> and like I said last week, I'm sure glad uh, Melissa's name isn't Samantha, otherwise it'd be the S&M show and it'd be something <laughs> completely different. You know, I really, you know, a little behind the scenes, folks, I really had to resist it on a couple other things that I came up with for show titles for last week because <laughs> I did, I was feeling well enough that I did the editing, uh, again, thanks to Mike and Melissa for doing all the other hard work, and I did the editing Monday evening when I got home, and because uh, Melissa was texting me at about 5 a.m. my time, she said, I hope I'm not waking you up. I said, no, I'm already in the car, <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, so, uh, so she did that, and then she was suggesting show titles. We were trading a group iMessage about titles, and my brain went really to some very bad places. <laughs> and the more I listened to the show, the further it went. So I backed off, and I just chose the Eminem show. <laughs> Restraint is a good thing. Yes, it is. And I will apologize in advance because I'm drinking fizzy water, and I'm either going to have the hiccups... 
and or burping, and I will try not to burp into the microphone again like I did uh, a couple months ago, folks. But uh, I, I be forewarned, there are times burps will just slam up on me and I can't get my finger to the mute button fast enough. Maybe I'll edit it out depending on it, but, you know, we'll see how that goes. So We'll see how Mike's ears manage through the whole process. Mm. So, we'll, we'll, long, long as they're not bleeding, I'm fine. That's good. That's good. So, speaking of bleeding, I'm bleeding from the iOS 10 upgrade. <laughs> uh, you're not liking it, I'm taking it? Or? Well, I won't say I don't like it. I won't say that I... That I I'm just not enjoying it. Let's put it that way. Well, I don't mind it. The thing I'm getting, uh, having a little hard time getting used to, uh, and I haven't dug deep into it. I've just been using my phone, and uh, there's a few things I have noticed. One thing that I am having a little trouble adapting to is my iPod 5th gen won't get the update, so that's the iOS 9, and so that you have to slide uh, your finger across to unlock it. But now with the new one, you have to press the home button twice to unlock it. And so I'm sitting there swiping, and so I get my row, uh, my screen of uh, app. What would you call that? It's um, They're the widgets. Notif- widgets. Widgets. Yeah, widgets. There you go. That's it. So I get the widgets, which is okay, but it's like that's not what I wanted to do. And I do find their uh, notifications that they put on there. I do like that better than the, just the ones that they had on there before. Uh, with a little thumbnail sketch of what's there. That I find kind of interesting. Well, the the unlock thing is probably one of the is one of the two biggest things that I'm dealing with. And actually it's muscle memory and I know that's something I will relearn is that swipe to unlock. And I don't use the fingerprint reader. My phone is fingerprint reader capable, but I don't use that and the long story short behind that is because the legal thing not that I have anything illegal on my phone, but the legal thing about they can force you to unlock it with your thumbprint, but the courts are pretty much in agreement that they can't force you to unlock it with a code because that's self-incrimination by giving up something in your head as opposed to something that's physical. I mean, it's that whole thing about they can take your fingerprints, but they can't make you say you did something you know, in a, in a proceeding. So that's why I don't use my finger to unlock, and the combination of the two... The courts are still kind of out there. So, again, the reason I have my phone, I just use a passcode on it. I use a long passcode. But I do I do use, I do do that. And so I was just used to swipe, type in the passcode, go on into my phone. Well, now what I'm doing is swiping, and then I get the screen up and I go, oh, shit. But then what I've actually figured out is now that if I swipe and just touch one of the widgets on the screen, whether it's Twitter, iMessage, or whatever the hell it is, that gets me there, too. So. It's kind of like swipe, swipe, touch, swipe, touch, and I'm there, you know. The double tap, I can't get the speed down right for the double tap. I keep launching Siri, and that's just pissing me off. Mm, Okay. Because I do use Siri a lot, but, I mean, that's Mm. not what I wanted to launch, so. Uh, yeah, for me, it's I, there's not so much of a timing issue. I press the button and I'm I'm going. Oh no, don't don't swipe. Just press the button again. So I'm I'm slowly getting there. But like I say, it's just between my iPod and my phone. It's a little little confusing. So um, I, I'll get used to it eventually. And like I say, everything else looks. I don't know. I think it looks okay. I haven't delved deep into it yet to really see what features there are that, um, you know. I'll, 
that will astound me or anything like that. But like I say, just from what I've seen so far, the notifications look nice. And um, I don't know if it's, I always have, well, my, I'm forcing my uh, Bluetooth headphones to share between my phone and my iPod. And so I don't know if this updates help that any. I'll have to wait and see on that one, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's like again, I'm trying to relearn, and I haven't done it to either of my iPads. I actually tried to do it to the fourth gen iPad, but apparently, these, just because these people were getting their new phones and trying to update <laughs> their new phones on Friday, the servers were just a tad busy because I could not <laughs> pull down the update for my fourth gen iPad. It just sat there and spun and spun and spun. Then it would crap, and I'd say, okay, after three tries, I said, you know, it's not worth it. I'll do it later. Then I did it on the phone yesterday. I got really brave because a friend of mine was chiding me. Um, so I did it, and that it didn't take too long, but I did that. And then after I saw the the unlock thing, which was causing my brain to go schizoid freak out, I... Um, decided not to do even though i had started the download i let it download i didn't do the update on my ipad air too i just said yeah i'm gonna wait and let me get used <laughs> to it on the phone first here mm. so but yeah it's you know it's been a mixed bag i won't say i hate it i won't say i like it either um mm. i was i mean i guess i'm odd because i did like ios i didn't wasn't real wild about or i did like seven wasn't wild about eight. I did like nine, except for the one. Th it, I mean, it did tick me off. I mean, we've talked on multiple shows about how it ticked me off with some of the little things that I use. But I got past most of that, most of it. Right. You know, Game Center quit trying to say, "Oh no, we want you to log into Game Center, share your failures with your friends." No, I don't <laughs> want to share my share my failures with my friends. Shut up. So the well, only thing I missed was the bonk bonk when I'm trying to activate Siri. So. Right. Uh, and the one thing I do like is it doesn't l allow you to get rid of the apps themselves, but you can get rid of Apple's uh, – you can get rid of the icons for the Apple products. So I finally got that damn watch uh, app off my my phone, which has been driving me up all along with the stocks apps and a bunch of those. So it's just like hasta la vista, baby. Yeah, I I took the watch app off. I took a couple others off. I can't remember what all I took off. Um, but I did take some others off. But I did leave the stock apps. I don't invest in stocks or anything. But every once in a while, we might get into, you know, I might be in a group of people where we talk about stocks. So it's helpful real quickly to be able to f get to it, I guess. This is, you know, but that's probably once every two, three, four months that I do that. So, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Well, and the only stocks I talk about is either sheep or cattle. So, uh, it doesn't do me a lot of good. And I still can't afford to invest in either one of those either. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, you know, actually, I, what, I did buy some pig. Actually, there were pig's feet in a jar, but that's a whole different story. Hey. <laughs> oh, boy. You don't no, like you, pickled you, pig's feet? No, no. And then I'm also thinking about when mom made head cheese. I've never had that. I've seen it. I've always wanted to try it. Uh, I wasn't that impressed with it. Maybe I'm just not German enough. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I used to eat pickled pig. When I worked outside for lunch, I'd get the pickled pig's feet and saltine crackers for lunch and a wow. giant Mountain Dew. Mm, do you mean the Dew and the crackers? You can have the rest. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, beside the point. So yes. we'll let you go. 
The other annoyance that I'm having with iOS 10, and I'll I'll term it annoyance because I'm trying to use it, is I do not like the new mail app. I am Sam. I am. I do not like the <laughs> mail app. I am. It's it, it it just doesn't you know like when it groups messages together and I say okay open this the grouped messages together. It opens the second one in the group. In other words, the newest one. Like, no. That used to open the oldest, or let me choose which one. Now when I swipe, mm. it just opens the newest one first. It's like, no, no, I want to read the chain in order because it makes my brain work better. <laughs> don't don't try to outthink me. Just let me read it in the order I want. Well, I think now that you mention it, I, do, I did notice that, but I don't get a lot of them. Uh, and so I just went back up the chain because there's only like two or three in the whole chain so it wasn't earth shattering to back up but yeah now that you mentioned I think I did notice that because it's like what are we talking about here because I got it I didn't open them all up so I'm opening up like the second one or whatever and this makes no sense I had to go back to see what they were talking about well I mean because my I get my work email on my phone I will mm-hmm. get long change you know it, it's mm-hmm. not uncommon for a chain to be 10 or 12 messages long that's not an uncommon thing for me to get and Mm -hmm. I do because of the nature of my job I do have to read the entire chain and sometimes it's helpful for me to read it single message at a time because sometimes people jump in in the middle of the chain you know Mm -hmm. and then then things are all out of order so it's just of course that's a problem with email in general That's, that's not the app's problem so, but it's just helpful if I can just step through them in the order I want. Don't make me go in the order you think I want. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and like if we have more than four uh, links in our email chain, I just go to the office and say, "What are you guys talking about?" So, but <laughs> you know, it's the difference of a small school versus a large company. So, well, difference is too. I'm working between Eastern U.S. time and all the way over to Bangladesh, India time. I'm working across yeah. nine and a half hours of time difference. Well, and sometimes it's just a difference between me and you got your head wear. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. That, anything, that's very but. true. And then I got carried away after I loaded it. So I, I but I, oh, wait a minute, before I get off the mail top. So I'm going to experiment with some other mail apps. Um, the main thing I need to get working is I need them to work seamlessly with Exchange Server, because that's my right. work mail. And Mail.app did. Uh, I downloaded um, Blue Mail, which I know a lot of people that I work with, not necessarily in my company, but people I work with, use... Uh, an, oh, dog I, okay? I ran, I ran over my dog. I was trying to back up my, ch- my chair. Oh, so. Poor dog. Oh, <laughs> she's, she's in her chair now. It's fine. Okay. Um but I tried, I tried Blue Mail, but I can't quite get it to connect to Exchange. And I didn't want to keep trying because then it would have locked my email account for a little while. So I said, well, Kevin's going to stop fooling around with that until I'm at the office tomorrow. So I'm going to keep trying. I'm, I'm going to try Outlook, the iOS Outlook client, see if that works. See if any of them work any better. I do like Outlook. I use that on my Android phone. And it works pretty good there because the Gmail apps just sucks on the phone. Mm. On Android, personal opinion, folks. Complete personal right. opinion. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I, you know, I'm going to experiment with some other mail apps. I actually went out and got an iTunes gift card so that I could um, 
maybe purchase a couple apps. I'm not beyond purchasing a couple and trying them. So far, I'll give Blue Mail a couple days. If I don't like it, then I think the next thing I'm going to try is Airmail, which I use Airmail on my desktop, and I like it. So I'll give it a shot. I think it's $5 maybe. can't remember. Well, I was looking at the, this is why I ran over the dog. I was trying to get my uh, uh, phone, which is charging over there, because um, I got Outlook on there. And, again, I've got uh, through Outlook, and I use both. I got Mail and I got Outlook. Maybe I should just pick one and stick with it. Because I've got my work email and then my Gmail account, and I also have an Outlook account. Uh, and then my iCloud, which I should probably look at. Maybe I actually have some messages in there. And then a Yahoo, which I haven't used in a while, but it's good for, I think that's maybe my security one. If some, my Gmail goes wrong, email me there and I'll look for it. So Yahoo! Uh, <laughs> yeah. Commercial. Oh, yeah. Um, so I've got them all routed through there. And, uh, you know, it, it works. Um Maybe I just have to take the time to get used to it. Nice thing is it's got the calendar built in and uh, everything there. Um, you know, maybe I should give. And I do use uh, OneDrive a lot for work. And like I say, a lot of the stuff I'm worried about is for through work. So um, maybe I should just go with Outlook and be done with it. Because the mail app is fine. Um, I don't have anything against it. I'm not a heavy uh email user but you know i can get to the stuff that i need without any real problem so yeah see i i tend to be an extremely heavy email user again it's work related um i'm not opposed to especially since i got the iphone 6 plus it's not unusual and and then i think it was probably oh four or five months ago i can't remember now maybe longer that i bought that logitech keyboard that I use with my iPad, and I use it with my phone. I have been known in the evenings if I decide to answer a few emails after I get home from work. Just I have the keyboard out in a handy location. I drop the phone into it. It's paired with it, and I can just go to town. And people go, "Really? You need to stop answering email, Kevin. I'm tired <laughs> of getting email from you at you know at seven thirty, eight o'clock in the evening." Go, well, you know, I'm just I've got a few minutes, and if I can clear the things, it clears my brain and it makes me sleep better. So. But, again, that's why I do it, and I'm not opposed. And with a 6 Plus, or any of the larger size phones, for that matter, or tablets, it makes it very easy to take care of email, especially with an external keyboard, because I can blow through some email in a heartbeat that way. You know, sort, answer, reply, uh, give directions, send links, you know, whatever I need to do as far as email goes for work. So I'm not opposed to it at all. And then the other big thing is the calendar side of things. That's something I haven't experimented with yet is the calendar in iOS 10. I hope they didn't fuck with that too much because <laughs> um, I, I live and die by it. Yeah, and I've been using uh, Calendar 5 because uh, I got a bunch of different calendars. Uh, again, a bunch of them created for school because some for our work schedule, some for events and this kind of stuff. So I got several of them. That works okay. Um, I should maybe try bringing up the uh, – where is my calendars app? shows you how much I use that one. Um, Let's see now. Ah, there we go. Search. I was trying to. They did. They, like I said, they changed things a little bit, so I am a little confused. But a little discombobulated there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, there we go. It took a while for it to bring up calendar. Of course, again, this is a five. This is the bottom end. So the next time they update it, I'm going to have to get a new phone. Um, 
Oh, what's new on calendar? Found events, time to leave, and location suggestions. They're going to tell me where to stick it? Yeah, it's been. I have plenty of people telling me where to stick it. I don't need my phone to tell me where to stick it. Um, but it, yeah, that some of that stuff, the time to leave stuff, I don't wouldn't use. I mean, I don't need that, and it no. doesn't doesn't work that well in the area I live in. No, and um, as for the rest of it, eh. Well, this is interesting. When I opened it up, it came up with a view of 2016, and then I can tap on September, and it'll bring that up. And then there's dots in there indicating that there's something in there. Yeah, well, see, the only part, that's when you're in the month view. Right. And, and here, I'll, I'll I'll show Mike, uh, if you look at September for mine, you, you, there's a dot for every day you have something. Hey. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have very few days that don't have dots. Right, yeah, so dots all, folks. Um, dots all, so biddy biddy. Um, um now let's see your uh, view. Uh, well, there's a today view. That's what I see. That's what I live in. Right. Because like uh, I can look at look at my day tomorrow, and I can see what I've got to do. Um, where I need to be, when I need to be there. Oh crap! I forgot I had that to do tomorrow. Oh well. Anyway, I'm not going to depress myself. <laughs> let me let me leave the calendar now. So it doesn't look like they changed it significantly enough to piss me off. So. I'll be okay with the calendar app. Okay. So I'll, I'll I'll live with the calendar app. And I know people out there, uh, Elisa, quit yelling at your phone. Um, I know there are better apps, better calendar apps, but again, I like to keep it simple, um, especially because, again, I have to connect to my uh, exchange stuff at work, and that's that's the center of my world. And that's what I have to do. So, and it seems to the only thing that mail and that mail falls down on, and it's always fallen down on it uh, for as long as I can remember now, is it doesn't read my junk mail filters. If my laptop, or if I'm not signed into my work email account, so that my junk mail processing occurs, the stuff that would normally go to junk mail stays in my inbox. But now, once I turn my laptop on or log into uh, my email account some other way, it clears up and goes right away. So it doesn't sync over the uh, junk mail settings uh, from uh, Exchange over. Or at least I haven't figured out a way to do it yet. So we'll see. And, hey. Oh, there she is, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. As we wrap the show, Melissa... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, there she is. That's that's Melissa that hate in. Oh my goodness! So wait, wait! I told the listeners you might make it, so they're prepared for you. Did you tell them why I was late? I told them that you were doing a uh, family support. (laughs) It was like crisis averted. (laughs) Okay. Oh man, it was like on the it was on the verge of painful. Did you come down from DefCon Five? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I'm still trying to calm down. <laughs> I was trying to get my dad logged into his retirement accounts. Oh, my God, what a nightmare. Because you know how it is. It's like, you know, all the security questions and answers and firstborn child and blood of the newborn sacrificial lamb, all that stuff. And, and he was doing it all. And this is my dad, so he's a big guy, right? And he's doing it all on an iPhone 4S. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So painful, but the good news is uh, I think I finally convinced him to get to to move on up. He's been waiting 
for a while now. I finally convinced him to move on up to a 7 plus, so now I'm excited. Ooh. Great, now I'm seeing Wheezy and uh, what's his face? Mo- George moving on up. <laughs> <laughs> Great, now that's in my head. Thanks. He's just not an earworm. <laughs> that's true. Um, no, Mike and I were just talking about iOS. We've I've bitched and moaned about the law, the getting the getting on my phone. I've, no, uh-huh. I'm not real I pleased with that. Huh? I just upgraded today, so fill me in. How, how long have you had it for now? A uh, day and like uh, eight hours. Are you both on iOS 10 now? Yeah, I am well, on uh, my phone. On the ones that'll support it, because uh, my iPod fifth generation won't, and my iPad original mini won't. So. Yeah, yeah, this is uh, kind of awkward because it's, I was just telling my husband, I said this is the first time that I haven't had to update like six devices because the other ones have been cut off. So now I just have the two, just his and mine. So the, ah. the kids are cut off because they're on four S's and so is my dad. And yeah, so actually it'll be three. I lie. The, the, I think my iPad fourth gen will take it. I just haven't done that yet. Yeah, fourth gen will. I just I tried to do it Friday, but the server seemed to be busy for some odd reason. Yeah, well, that's why I've been waiting. So you you did get through then? Uh, yesterday. Okay. Yesterday I started the upgrade on my phone only, and then after playing with it, I decided my iPad Air two was not going to get upgraded yet. Oh, okay. And I have the fourth gen's at my desk at work, so I didn't bring it home with me. So. So all three of us at least have one iPhone that's been upgraded to iOS 10, and this is day one for me and day two, day day two, day three for you guys. Day one point five for me, I'll say. Uh, one point one point three three. It came out what the the thirteenth. I updated it that night, Tuesday, wasn't it? Wow. So I had. Right. Well, I'm stupid. Uh, <laughs> Braver I get, stupid. <laughs> well, yeah, so I got home from work, um, and so I just, oh, yeah, the updates, so I did that, sat down, play, uh, started playing Borderlands like about an hour later, and I was looking over, and I'm going, you know, I started getting nervous, because I'd seen a few people say something about it, um, you know, temporarily bricking their phone or something, mm-hmm. and I'm looking, it's taking a long time, just keep shooting things in Borderlands, and then eventually I turned around, and I saw that it was up and running, so I went, okay, fine, you know. Nothing to worry about here. So uh, I've had a strategy. Do something else while you're upgrading. A, a What is it? A watched pot never boils. Right. Yeah. A watched so like iPhone said, never upgrades. <laughs> yeah. So I just sat there and like I say, I, I, I was shooting things in Borderlands, which I find therapeutic. Right. So shoot me if you don't like that. But anyway. Um, yeah. And like I say, we were looking at it and I said, I do like uh, the notifications, I think, are um, I, I like them better than the old style. Um, and we were I talking about mail. You are not. You're talking well, about the pop-up notifications. Mine has the little banner that comes down. Right, there's oh. that one. But then when you, uh, so if you turn your phone off and then you turn it back on, the first thing you see, uh, Actually, if it's I'll locked. Put it, all you have to do is put it to sleep. You don't have to turn <laughs> it on yeah. and on. Well, okay, that's what I meant. That sloppy terminology. Yeah, put it to sleep. Um, when you wake it up, or I guess I guess when the lock screen is, you'll see the notifications. Are, and I like it a little better than what they used to have there. The little bubbles, so you can kind of tell what's what, and uh, it kind of makes sense. And um, it look it looks you know pretty. It's got rounded corners and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So um, yeah, that's okay. Oh, I just realized. See, now this is the fun thing. Is like you can learn things. So I just did that. I. I pressed the lock button, then I woke it up, and then I swiped down from notifications at the top 
and I see Kevin's notification from Skype, and then I have, I use calendars five. So you can swipe in between there, and then you can clear them. So these are my to-do things. So you can swipe to the right, and you'll get a clear button. Yep. Yes. And if, then if you swipe it, to the right, then you get other notifications. You can do view or clear if you swipe right. Right. There's like or two respond. pages, basically. Or swipe left, excuse me. So I guess it's a recent, and then, hmm, there's two pages. Recent and what would you call this one today? Okay, so okay, so it used to be at the old interface, you had to tap on a tab at the top. It was like a tapped button. You had to tap recent or today, or no, I'm sorry, was it today? Was it today? Yeah, I think it was recent and today. Yeah. Now that's gone. No. Now there's a search at the top. Now you swipe left or right. So right. Instead of tapping, it's swiping. I have to say, I, I do prefer the swiping because, when, you know, like just thinking about just what I went through with my dad just now on the phone, trying to get him to gesture and maneuver and tapping things is really problematic. I imagine it is for a lot of guys with big fingers, you know, if he doesn't have a stylus handy. And so swiping is a little bit easier to do, or at least it's easier to explain verbally. That's what's so... That's that's what's like aggravating. You kind you feel their pain. I mean, you're sympathizing with them, but that's aggravating. Is you have to get visual actions to <laughs> go to your brain and out your mouth and verbalized, and then they have to then process that, and then they have to do what you just told them to do. <laughs> yeah, well, I I will have to say that you know I've been sitting here. A bunch of people sent me some things. Uh, online, and we're saying, "Oh, here, try this, try that." And I've I've got it to where actually I'm doing it wrong, but I it works right now. <laughs> I, hit, I hit the home button to wake it up, yeah, and then I just swipe, and it comes up. You know, it doesn't give you a place to put in your unlock code, so all, all I didn't do is touch one of the apps that's in running in the widgets. Then it um, gives me the unlock code, which oh my hey, god, that, that works. If it works, it works. But that sounds clunky. So, so what the what's the deal? Do you not have your fingerprint? You don't oh, have yeah, Touch ID? Yeah, I do, but I don't use it. And I was just, Mike and I were talking about this a little earlier. I don't use Touch ID because of the way the courts are going right now, where they're saying they can force you. Right now, the, the heavy leaning is they can force you to Touch ID to unlock your phone mm. if, if the cops want to, but they can't force you to give you the passcode. So I thought about that. And I still have questions about that. So so walk me through what would happen. Let's say you get arrested or whatever, and they say, here, they hold out your phone, and they say, here, put your, I compel you to put your fingerprint on it to unlock it. It's the same way they can compel you to give your fingerprints. So how do That's they know the you didn't use your pinky or some other, you know what I mean? How do you know, okay, okay, here, I'll put my, are they going to make you use every single finger? Well, I guess they could push you through that process again this is still gray matt gray it's really gray in the eyes of the law but as i understand it they can using a lock code is the equivalent of not being self-incriminating by you know Uh you can't incriminate yourself right because Uh, it's a physical thing versus something that's in your head right they can't compel you to to reveal something that's in your brain that's right so that's why i do it that way I, but I they could compel you to place each finger on your home button and, and scan to... each finger until it unlocks it. Right. At which time I would like surreptitiously like pick a booger, and then. <laughs> Great. <laughs> there yeah. are there are ways that you could fake it. 
So as they that, sit there and wipe your bitter. fingers with their alcohol right, wipes. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. I once again, Melissa. I would find some way to like try to try to. I don't know. I would make that a little sketchier. <laughs> I can hear the officers going. Okay, Melissa. Again, please stop picking your nose. <laughs> don't make us call your father and have him come what, here and tell you to looking. <laughs> so, but you so know, that's 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 why I do it. Without going, that's the easiest way to explain yeah. it, though. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I, that's why I don't do it that way. I do it the way I do it. So, and people can say I'm backwards, asinine, whatever you want to say, but it's your prerogative. Yes, that's the way I do it. But I, I'm, I'm really working on trying to get the home button thing down, and I, I'm, I'm really trying to do that. I just can't get the speed right, and mm-hmm. I've changed the speed, and that's not helping any. So. I'm just trying to get it down. I will eventually get there, but it's just kind of frustrating. I've, you know, I've had an iPhone for now, what, uh, four, five, six, seven years, something like that, because I didn't have the first one. When the 3GS came out. It's when I got the 4 was when I first got a phone, mm-hmm. iPhone. I had a BlackBerry before that. So I've had, every, I've had a phone since the iPhone 4 came out, and that's how my brain works. I had the first-gen iPad, you know, I had all this stuff. So my brain works that way, folks, and my brain's old. I really like that, and I was hoping that this would happen, and I don't think this was mentioned, but it's something that I went looking for. Like, did you ever see a feature and you go, oh, I wish it would do that, like for for the 3D Touch in Control Center? I always wished that I could 3D Touch on, say, for example, the timer, because now you can do that. You can 3D Touch on it, and it'll pop up with one hour, 20 minutes, five minutes, one minute. That is going to be super cool. And I haven't tried this, but there's a new feature called bedtime that's now in the timers in the in the clock section at the bottom. Mm. So I guess it's going to help you set alarms and stuff. I'm like really, really invested in trying to use my iPhone to help me sleep, <laughs> which seems kind of counterproductive because it's the kind of say, the thing that has been keeping me awake all these years. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that does seem kind of counterintuitive there, young lady. I mean, it's again... Too- Think about it. now they have nightshade, so that's been helping. I definitely notice a difference with nightshade. That really helps. Whether or not it's a placebo effect and it's just in my brain because they've put it there, I don't know, but I don't care. It works. And then I have my sleep phones and I have my ASMR videos, so I'm I'm sleeping a lot better because of my iPhone. Well, that's, yeah, I have a great way to sleep because my iPhone. I turn I turn it to vibrate. I set it on the far side of the room where I can't hear it and or see it. And then I go and get in bed on the other side of the room. It's too far away. <laughs> I get, I well, even my iPad, I get all that stuff away from me. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I, I can't do that, but that makes sense for other people. Yeah. I was well, just talking to my dad about that because he was complaining that, <laughs> so he busted his iPad. I won't tell you the whole long story, but he busted his iPad. So now he's basically being forced to use his iPhone for more than just a phone. <laughs> He's actually being forced to use it as a, a com- computational device until he gets his uh, 7 Plus. And he was talking about how he wasn't getting sounds. Like, I was texting him. He's like, you know, I can't I can't hear the sound. So, you know, I'm at the mercy of when he picks up his phone. Well, here he had the mute switch turned on the whole time, and he didn't realize it because he has an OtterBox on it. And it covers ah. So he didn't know. And so, you know, he's like, he's ready to like dive in, go into settings and well, it must be in settings somewhere. You know, I've got him trained. And I said, no, daddy, we got to do order of operations here. First, we have to check the hardware switch. Well, where's that? Well, what is that? So, you know, figured out that he had it muted. And, and then we talked about do not disturb. So we talked about all the different ways that he can use do not disturb and, and silent mode and things like that. So we had that discussion. 
we'll see how much of it he retains later because he's one to yeah he won't keep it in his he won't even keep it in his room leave it sometimes he's left it in the car i i finally got him to stop doing that because i was afraid of like the temperature and stuff getting to it yeah yeah i know yeah no i um i just because mike and i were having this discussion to about the calendar and stuff because i work uh across multiple time zones i mean i work mm-hmm. with people that are nine and a half hours ahead of me yep so and then some people that are about three hours behind me so it's just like okay i got to uh <laughs> I got to turn it off and, you know, go to sleep. And I even tell them at work, I said, if you really need me, you call my home phone, my mm-hmm. landline. That will wake me up. They, oh, we don't want to. I said, no, no. My family doesn't get upset by that. If <laughs> you need me, that's what, because otherwise my phone's dinging, donging, and, you know, I can do VIP. I can do whatever I want, but something will go off. So I turn it face down. I set it on the far side of the room. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I turn it to I turn the sound off on it, so I ignore it all night yep. long. And I don't usually look at it until I'm getting in the car, until I'm getting ready to go out and get in the car. I mean, just like our text exchange uh, Monday morning, I was just mm-hmm. getting ready to go out and get in the car when I uh, saw your text. So, yep, yeah. it's it's definitely a discipline and a lifestyle. I think that you have to adapt so that it it does the most amount of the work for you. I mean, it's kind of like a collection device, you know, you, okay, I'm going to, I'm going off the grid now, mentally and emotionally, going to sleep now, I'm going to set the phone aside here. So then you pick it up and you see, gee, what did I miss while I was out? Yeah, the only time that I don't set it that far away is if I want, my alarm clock's a bit of a pain to change the alarms on. So if I want to set it for something different than that, then I do use my phone for that. But even then, I set it further away from me, because if it's just laying on the nightstand. Yeah, it's too easy to snooze. Well, and I don't use the snooze, but then I'll 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 accidentally turn it. I've turned it off at night somehow, and not realized I did it. Um, I don't know how I did it. Um, so I ha- I set it in the windowsill, so I have to get up and move mm-hmm. to actually turn the alarm off. Otherwise, I'm sol when it comes to that. So, but that's that's my problem. But you know, related to iOS 10, I put this in the show notes and. Uh, it's a kind of coincidence. I was watching one of Chuck Joyner's podcasts, and he was interviewing, and the guy's name just went out of my head, the guy that wrote the Take Control for iOS 10 book. Joe and, Kessel? No, it wasn't Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Who was it? John, oh, crap, I can't remember his name. Uh, Michael, look it up real quick for me. Sure. I see, it, I see him doing it real quick. And I just bought the book uh, because this is the first time I've ever felt like oh, I Bob Levitis. No, it wasn't, it wasn't Bob. Oh. It was a younger guy. Mm. Um, but this is the first time I haven't felt like I could control it without having, you know, some sort of good reference manual around so I could do it. So I'm buying it. Um, I, or not buying it. I bought it, and I'm going to read it. Uh, I know they're good books, but this uh, Chuck did a real good interview with the guy that wrote it for Mac Voices, the episode that came out, uh, like, last Tuesday or Thursday, last Thursday, I think, which I can't see a calendar in front of me right now to tell you what day of the week that was or what date that was. It's like the 12th, I think. Um, so anyway, I bought um, that book. Josh Centers? Oh, yeah, okay. that sounds right. Yes. T- Tidbits Managing Editor Josh Centers. Yes. Mm-hmm. So okay. I did buy the iOS 10 Take Control book. Um, so we'll see. I'm going to 
get it, I bought it, you know, it's EPUB, so I bought it in that, and I'll put it on my devices so I can read it in iBooks and stuff like that on my iPad that I'm keeping at iOS 9 for the time being. <laughs> Kevin uh, does not like change. No, I don't mind change a lot of times, but for some reason it's just, I'm having, a, you know, maybe it's a sign of getting older. I'm having a harder time this time around. I told Mike, I did real good when we switched to iOS 7, and I did good with iOS 9. I didn't do so good with 8, and I'm not doing so good with 10, so... Well, I, I, 10 is a bit overwhelming just in texting alone. I mean, I was really excited when I watched the keynote, and I was so excited for stickers, and now that I have them, like, hey, you, ah, that's a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can really that's get... a lot. You can really get... I, I got carried away with a friend of mine, and she finally said, stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> she said, it's very cool. I haven't upgraded yet. Stop. So that's my that's what I haven't tried yet because I just upgraded today. I wonder what it looks like. Well, I guess I'll just have to find out. I'll start. Oh, you already have it, so you can't be a good guinea pig. Well, I'll send them to your check them on your iPad. <laughs> what happens when someone's not on iOS ten and they get stickers? Are they just do they just come over as an image? Uh, sometimes some do, some don't. I I, I can't give you a rhyme or reason as to why. Mm. Oh, wait a minute, I'm doing that to the wrong person. So, um, yeah, I, I can't give you a good rhyme or reason as to why it does that, but I, some of the stickers come over that way, some of the pictures come over animated. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the live photos thing. I remember for a while there, you were just kind of out of luck if you didn't have, if you didn't have uh, yeah, the which six. I well, you, you could get it, but it wouldn't be live. And then I think they did something where... You could just long press on it, and then it would play. It would register as a force touch. Yeah, maybe. No, it was on a five, a five S. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's kind of strange. It's 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 very strange. But because my buddy was sending me, because he and I are, <laughs> just got your heart. Okay, there you go. Uh, oh, I I should send Mike something too, so he doesn't feel left out. Aww. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'll take your liver. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> After your medication last week, maybe I won't. Yeah, you don't want... There's not much left in my liver, yeah. It's not in pristine condition like it was 50 years ago. Oh. I was going to say, maybe I could take your brain. That may be, you know, pretty close to new. What is this, Wizard of Oz? <laughs> Let's see. Did that work for Mike? What happens if you... <laughs> We'll just spend the whole podcast like playing no. on our phone. <laughs> this could be dangerous. Oh, I got a broken heart. Oh. You got a broken heart? <laughs> could have been a worse. It could have been a fart. <laughs> I'm working on that. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, he's working on that one next, I'm sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. Oh, like what happens I to people on Android? What do they get? I don't know. I have to send myself a text message to my Android phone, but it's upstairs, so I can't do anything with it right at the moment. <laughs> I'll have to see what happens there. My kids are going to go crazy for this, even though, well, once they find out that mom and dad have it, they're going to win. It'll just be like Pokemon Go, because they can't really use Pokemon Go on their on their phones, because they don't have a cellular plan. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, it can get very strange, I think. It can get strange really quickly. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm not... So, have you guys... You said strange, so I, I just wanted to, to tie that in, because I've been wanting to talk about this. Have either of you watched Stranger Things? No. No, oh. no, no. Um, yeah, Are you I just. Interested I, in it at all? Do you like any of that nostalgic '80s kind of stuff, or is that just? Well, uh, 
Uh, yeah, I should because. Uh, um, oh, and let people know we've got Sci Fi Tech Talk back up and running. We got one episode that's I think was released Friday, and one of the upcoming books we're going to do is Ready Player One, which is a throwback to '80s nostalgia. And there's a lot of stuff in there. I'm going, yeah. So if this is kind of like uh, you know uh, nostalgia stuff, I should go back and just you know jog just my binge memory. It. Sure. Just go binge it because I really think you'll enjoy it. It's it's like every '80s you know iconic movie. Kind of they took little bits and pieces and put it all together into one TV show. And you can't just watch one episode. It's like Pringles. You just you have to watch them all. Well, I I I put it on the list for something I will watch. But right now I'm trying to finish, um, still trying to get through all seven seasons of Emergency. Yes, folks, I know. <laughs> and I just finished Dark Matters Season 3. So um, that's, you know, and that left you with a real cliffhanger. So I think I might switch over. I tried to watch Lost, and I just can't get nah, into it. No, I couldn't get into that either. So I'm I'm out of that. And what I found another show I wanted to watch, and I can't remember what it was, it was a... Uh, Netflix exclusive, I think, or was it Amazon exclusive? Because yeah, you guys are Prime members, right? Yeah, I'm right. primed. I'm primed. <laughs> He's primed. Well, and for some reason, I just it's for me, it's kind of hard just to sit down and watch a TV show, or, you know, or to pay attention to it because I just got to be doing something else. It just feels like I just can't sit there and relax and get into a you know a show or whatever. And you know, I guess that's a good thing about sci-fi because then. I do sit down, and at least there, then I have a pur- uh, purpose. It's like you know, look for the things to talk about in there, and so. But just to sit down and just watch um, a television show or a movie without doing something, I just can't quite get into it. I guess I, I need to be involved. Like I, I have this severe borderlands obsession, and but there, you know, yeah, because you're active, you're doing something. Yeah, yeah, and I'm engaged, engaged in it. it. Yeah, I mean, if they ever come out with interactive uh, stories somehow, <laughs> interactive television shows where I could become part of the, you know, the story, that, you know, then that, like that would probably hold my hologram. Sure. Um, which, yeah, that's, you know, um, as you said that I'm thinking about, about, again, back to that book, Ready Player One. Uh, but So you can sit and read books, though? See, I can't read books. I, mean, I listen I can, to audio books. Oh, Okay. Well, remember, I have a job that's basically mindless for the most part. Uh, I'm pushing a broom around or whatever, so it gives me a lot of time to listen to audiobooks. So, um, audiobooks, yeah, that's my way of doing things. To so sit down and read a book, eh, no. Um, I have to really kind of work on it because it's either I get fidgety or I get tired because it's like my bo- mind's sitting there. Well, you're just sitting here, <laughs> fall asleep. I'm reading. Yeah, but you're not doing anything. Did you send that to Mike, that gift? Yes, because that's what oh, I picture Lord. Mike doing. <laughs> yes, for, that's, for those that's, that's Mike at his job. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, for those of you who are wondering, Kevin sent me an ad-made gif of Honey Boo Boo. You'll have to put them in the show notes. <laughs> that would be good. Oh, that makes maybe, my eyes bleed. Maybe I'll use, that'll make that's Mark so ha- that'll make Mark so happy that Honey Boo Boo has returned to the geeky show ever. Was it Honey Boo Boo? See, I don't. I never even watched it. But well, I don't know. It kind of looks like her. I'm not yeah. sure if it is her or not. It's funny. <laughs> it's, it looks like it's from Toddlers and Tierras at the very least. Oh, so. God. Barf. So, <laughs> yeah. It's just one of the default things that comes in the uh, with uh, I, the iMessages stuff. It's in the app portion so, of. Uh, so speaking of other of things, other things that that Kevin doesn't like very much. Uh, 
So there's a conversation going on on Facebook that you can't see about you. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Which one? <laughs> From there the Silicast. Oh, yes. I've, yes. Yeah, he I, told me he posted on uh, Google+, Plus, but then I said, yeah, but I'm going to burn Kevin on it because we're going to sit here and talk about him on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, no, they, 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 I, got, I caught grief for that in the chat room tonight. So <laughs> Okay, there you go. I said, I'm not stepping into that swamp or the swamp that is Facebook, so <laughs> you're not going to get me over there. And for folks that are wondering what we're talking about, um, there's a, uh, I was I was awarded the first annual Nocilla Castaway Wingman Award, I guess is what we'll call it. Um, it was uh, Steve and Allison Sheridan who do the, uh, Allison does the podcast, uh, the Nocilla Cast, and we've mentioned her on here before. Well, I get home to, and, and the, the running joke in the chat room is i'm steve's wingman he's my wingman and it goes back so far so many years now i can't remember i know it goes back to around 2009 ish maybe yeah but i can't a remember long time it, it you know i go back to 2008 with the show that's probably where we met yes it is it's where i met mike too yes <laughs> and i met julie so it all goes yeah. around oh, round, round and round yeah, but so love, and, love boat. So, so yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. Um, so anyway, there's the the joke that I'm his wingman, you know, that I always stand up for Steve. I'll take a bullet for him, and you know, all this sort of thing. And Sounds like uh, a song. There's the whole Mipples incident around him getting. Oh, the, oh yeah, I remember that. The, getting the uh, the great Mipples nightmare, as Mike I think referred to it, national nightmare. Yes. Um, but anyway, uh, so I get home Tuesday evening, and I have this little box that's really heavy, and like. I don't remember ordering anything. <laughs> and I pick it up, flip it over, and I see who it's from. It's from Steve. And I open it up, and uh, there's a real nice... And I'll try to remember to put a link to the show notes to the G Plus thing. I don't. Ha- I can't do the Facebook link. So um, there's, mm-hmm. uh, there's a... Uh, uh, was this real nice... It's I, I, It feels heavier than plexiglass, but I think it's plexiglass, and it has a picture of two airplanes, two F-18s flying in wing, wing formation... You know, it says on there, uh, being for being Steve's wingman and dedicated to the show. I can't remember, and I can't see it because it's on the other side of the room from me right now, over with the other awards. Um, and I'm considering it an award. So that's what we're talking about. <laughs> I got an award from the No Silly Cast, so that's what Melissa's talking about. Um, go search. There's a good picture. I took a picture Friday evening when I got home from work with my shirt and tie and stuff on holding the award. So Yeah, that's what we've all seen. So yeah, that's 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 what they're talking about, folks. Go over and have a look. Uh, find me on Google Plus or go into the No Silly Cast uh, community on Google Plus or on Facebook if you're so inclined to dabble, dabble in the swamp that is Facebook. Um, <laughs> don't 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 get me started. That'll, I don't have that much time tonight to rail on against Facebook. But anyway, so but we were now you got me derailed. I can't remember what the hell we were talking. <laughs> My we were talking done. phones. So we were go. talking phone. Well, I was talking iOS 10 too. So, but I, I, we, we've been talking almost the entire time about iOS 10. So we'll leave that alone. Well, a I was bit. trying to, you know, pepper it up a little. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Well, because I know Elisa has some thoughts she wants to share, uh, and unfortunately, she was sick, uh, as I mentioned at the top of the show. So hopefully, she'll be well enough to join us next week, and then we'll we'll probably dive into it some more. And then Melissa brought up Stranger Things. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. You brought up Stranger Things. and well, it was it, on the list. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's, it's on the list. So it was very strange that it was... No, I'm just kidding. That's a bad segue. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a terrible... But Mike had something that he wanted to talk specifically to Melissa about. Okay. 
Yeah, uh, finally I got off my duff and I set up a Minecraft Realms. And so uh, yesterday my son and daughter uh, came in and we were uh, – uh, so we uh, get, got that set up, and we're working in there. And then we also set it up so we could uh, Skype each other while we're talking. And we can get horribly inappropriate sometimes, and I just could picture you in there laughing your butt off. Uh, <laughs> because we were just making all sorts of rude, crude you know, comments like families, well... Some yeah. families do anyway, <laughs> uh, but I, I got it set up, and I, you know, we talked about it once upon a time, and um, so I'm in there, and we set it up, and there's, uh, you can have up to three worlds in there, but the thing, uh, unless I'm missing something, um, I don't, I think you can only only one can be active at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, one world. So one world, yeah. So you know, we all kind of have to agree where we want to go, which is fine because we have this one that my son created, which is uh, reproductions of uh, uh, our farm um, south of town, our house here, and um, their grandma's house in in Watertown, or two uh, two of the houses that they had in Watertown. So we, uh, he's done that and created that, and so we're we're spending a lot of time in there just making our own little world. He's got a lot of stuff done in there, but I'm building a, a house and landscaping, doing all that kind of stuff. But, you know, we talked about it once before and it does seem to work. And I did see that you can set up for, you can set up a realms. Unfortunately, you can't go between the two, but you can set up one either for the computer or you can set up one for, uh, the pocket, uh, edition. Oh, cool. So you can, uh, you know, you're, your iPhones and your tablets and uh, all your things like that. There is you can set up a realm for that one too. Apparently, that one is cheaper. That's like three ninety nine a month, I think. And the um, computer one is seven ninety nine. Right now, we're they give you a thirty day free trial to try it out. So we're trying that. But you know, if this holds, I think you know I might do that because it, it was kind of fun for us because my daughter's in Sioux City, which is about three hours away, and my two sons are in Watertown. We see them every week, but it is kind of nice for all of us to get together and just, you know, have some fun playing Minecraft and give each other <laughs> crap and that sort of stuff. So it's sort of, you know, a uh, long-distance family gathering or something like that. That's cool. I like it. You're mining your family. Uh, sure. <laughs> if, if I could get enough money out of them, well, anyway. <laughs> you have to squeeze harder. Just remember, yes. they're going to pick your retirement home. They'll build it on Minecraft first. Hey, Dad, what do you uh, think? <laughs> well, and as I was telling them, and we actually said this while we were playing, I said, okay, you're out of the will, and they go, ah, crap. <laughs> uh, my my thing was when my kids were little, I was always very gentle changing the diapers, their diapers, thinking one day you're going to have to change mine. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's that, too. I wanted uh, that embedded memory. <laughs> yes. But like I say, it was, it was kind of an interesting family time, and so we're, we're setting boundaries, uh, because my oldest son, you know, like we were talking about with him and his autism, he kind of gets single-minded sometimes. We're like, no, you have your area. We all have our areas. You guys, you know, all play together. You know, uh, don't go messing around with other people's stuff. You can come over and visit. And my daughter um, was would come over to visit me and then bonk me on the head with a dirt block. Um, <laughs> and then I whacked her with an axe. So, um <laughs> Was her name Lizzie Borden? <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. It's it, it's no, Emily. I so. No, I know. It's Emily I version one point oh. Yep. No v- version. Yeah, one point oh. Yours is two point oh. Yeah, mine um, is two point I think there gaming is really important for families. I think it's just a really healthy thing to do, whether it's digital or board games. 
You know, I grew up gaming with my dad. We game with our kids. We have a whole coffee table full of board games. They really enjoy Monopoly, but then you know, it's probably something similar like what you were talking about. My my oldest son gets a little greedy, and he's like, oh, I have all the properties now. And we're like, you're no fun to play with. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I game with my family. We play Risk, which, you know, same with the idea. But they got to the point where now, Risk is like Monopoly? Well, if you're, do, you know, do you know the game Risk? I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever played it's, it, though. It's a game of World Conquest. Oh, my. <laughs> So you start out, everybody has a different army, you know, and you, you, you slowly build and try to take over first country, or, or regions, not countries, or regions, and then continents, and then expanding your empire on out. Well, because I've played strategy games my whole life, I would play just the way I learned to play strategy games, yet my kids didn't have that experience, so they figured out the best way to do it is they all gang up against Dad. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm trying to fight three different things where I'm just trying to accomplish, you know, I look at the board, I say, okay, to get where I need to be, I need to do these things. And I'm thinking that way, and they're thinking, oh, no, everybody's just, get dad, get dad. That's <laughs> like, you know, I'm fighting, it's like That's trying to fight a, for. fighting a war on three fronts. It's not the easiest thing in the world to do. Now, so, who all but, gets involved in your game time? So, does your wife get involved, too? Is it like a whole family thing? Depends on the game we play. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned Risk. What else do you guys like to play? Scrabble. I get yelled mm-hmm. at for playing Scrabble. Mm-hmm. Um, we play Clue. Oh, I love Clue. Our, our kids are kind of like too little for that. We've tried it and they don't quite get it. So uh, we felt a little weird. Like We looked at each other as parents. We're like, should we be exposing them to this? <laughs> it's only talking about murder, you know. Yeah, we, we play Clue. I'm trying to think. Board games, Scrabble, that... We played Monopoly. Uh, we used to play Sorry some uh, Trouble. Um, we played different card games like. Uh, uh, There's oh. one something apples. What is no, it called? No, no, no. Apples or the Uno. I couldn't think of the name. Oh of the yeah, cards. Uno. That's oh, yeah. that's a popular one. We like we Uno. Play, we play Uno. We play Skipbo, which is similar to Uno. Um, we play Munchkin occasionally, which is a card game. Which is kind of like a hilarious versions of Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, that sounds fun. It is. And you can play with little kids because you can make so, up your own rules. Going back to Stranger Things, just because it reminded me of that's like part of the underlying story is Dungeons and Dragons is is you know the role player game. It's it's modeled after that. Yes, I played way too much Dungeons and Dragons in my youth. <laughs> Well, that's what was funny way about it. I was like, much. my husband really got into it because he could really relate to it because <laughs> he's the same way. Well, yeah. so I've never. I never did Dungeons and Dragons because there wasn't enough nerds around here for me to, you know, to do anything like that with. So, no, uh, yeah, I've, so I've never experienced, you know, Dungeons and Dragons. But, you know, I got to thinking about, uh, you know, us, we never played a lot of games with the kids, but we'd go over to uh, my wife's folks and we would play uh, Uno, we would play Dominoes, we would play some other games. And then when I was growing up, we would play, you know, board games. That's when we played a lot of board games because we played. Uh, um, we there was one we really liked called Stock Market, where you oh, had yeah. to buy, buy and trade stocks. Yeah, uh, and I, you know, and I think I lost it somewhere along the la- away, and um, and it was hard. I think I finally found one somewhere on a rummage sale or something like that. But that game was fun. Uh, Scotland Yard was fun, where you had to play Sherlock Holmes and you had to run around and do things. And then, of course, when we were playing, when my brothers and sisters would come home, uh, you know, I was older at the time, so we would play. Uh, um, like um, 
clue, but then we would say things like, you know, Colonel Mustard did it with Miss Scarlet in the library or something <laughs> like that. We'd have to get inappropriate. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, you got to add the inappropriate. <laughs> oh, sure. Well, oh, it sure. teaches sure it teaches go. kids about that though. I mean, it teaches about, sure. you know, now this is this is inappropriate outside the house. <laughs> right. You're allowed oh, yeah. to, you know, talk like that inside the house. It's I don't know what you would call that like, you know, when you're joshing stuff and sarcasm and things like that cuz my my family's very sarcastic. Really, I would have never known that. I, <laughs> yeah, you can't tell where I get it from. It's huh? it's, it's very it's very hard it's, to figure that out. Yeah, it, it's subtle. Yeah, it is. Uh, subtle. It, and like I say, and I don't know. On one hand, I was almost thinking that you know the stuff that when we were doing Minecraft, we could have almost made a podcast out of that. But then I'm kind of thinking people would listen to this and start judging me because <laughs> some of the things we were talking about was you know. Yeah. Not not uh, within the family is fine, but then other people. Right. Probably really? in the family. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Mike, it's not that we don't judge you now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I kind of figured that. But uh, yeah. yeah. But hey, this remember, would be worse. Judge not lest she be judged. I mean, you know. Uh, I know. Well, so what yeah. other kinds of digital games does, does your family play, Kevin? Like uh, Mike mentioned Minecraft, and I know he likes digitized stuff too. Do you, do you, play, do you play anything with the kids that's non. That's not analog. Uh, we do, we do, uh, we play. Yeah, of course, I play uh, G, uh, GTA. No, I don't play GTA with my kids. Uh, <laughs> we play uh, Mario Kart a lot. Oh yeah, do, okay. We'd You're a Wii family. Yeah, yeah. We play Mario Kart. We play. We have a couple fishing games that we play, and then the Wii Sports games. We enjoy those too. Do you have one of the? Do you have the fourth gen Apple TV? Have you played any games on there with them? Yes, we've played. Uh, my son and I play. What's the racing game? Asphalt Eight. Yeah. Oh yeah. And there's one that's also on like Sea uh, Doos. It's similar to that. Um, I play Jetpack Johnny against them. Um, they won't play Crossy Road with me anymore because I beat their butts <laughs> too bad. Because <laughs> I'm up to like 380 or 90 something. Well, you're getting them back from the other game where they piled on you. Oh, they kicked. Well, it's funny. They kicked my ass at Mario Kart 8. <laughs> yeah, mine too. I try that, and I just fail, fail miserably. No, and Mario it's not Kart because 7. I'm a woman driver, either. I'm actually no, a very good driver. I, I don't do very good at Mario Kart 7. At the original Mario Kart on the Wii, I'm pretty good, because I have gold trophies and everything, all classes and everything. So I'm pretty good at that one. But on the new one, the newer one that's on the Wii U, it's like I just suck at it. <laughs> um, but I haven't had the time to sit down and just play it. We played a little Halo together on my Xbox. So. You're talking about the uh, inappropriate things, Mike. It reminded me of. I, I we we have to get back into this. But have you guys ever played Draw Something on your iPhone? No. Kind of no. like Pictionary. No. Oh, I don't play Pictionary anymore. I had a bad experience. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Pictionary and probably like maybe a little bit like Scrabble in that you're given a word and you have to guess things. And I haven't played it in a long time, but I need to get back into it because I miss it a lot. And I think part of it's just because my my dad, you know, couldn't handle it on the little iPhone. But now once he gets his big one, I think uh, he'll enjoy it again. But yeah, we would. <laughs> so he would play with my husband and so many nights my husband would like shove his phone at me and say look at what your dad drew <laughs> yeah we, we we had to give up playing Pictionary especially after playing with my sister-in-law one time uh, who I dearly love don't get me wrong but everything devolved into phallic symbols so it's just it, <laughs> we, god love her I mean I do it I dearly love her but 
Oh my god. Yeah. She needs to play uh, Evil Apples with us then. Have you played that one? That's like Cards Against Humanity. No, I have not played that one. Do you like Cards Against Humanity? Have you played no, that? I haven't played that. No, I, haven't play- I know of oh, it. Oh, really? Uh, yes. Yeah, I know of that one too, and I've seen a few things. That's uh, for some dirty minds, though. <laughs> yeah, it is. Especially the kind of people to yeah. play that. I'm not right. sure I want to play that with my children right. yet. <laughs> no, right. but you could play with us. <laughs> well, and I got to thinking too that when my kids was growing up, you know, I thought we hadn't played you know electronic games, but I do remember um, we would get it set up and we would play Age of Empires multiplayer. Uh, we they'd get on their computers, and th- so this is like hmm, probably about ten years ago now at this point. Um, but we'd get together and we'd have a network game of Age of Empires, and that could be fun, pretty especially when you're you know, like in the same room or within shouting distance of each other, and you just burned down my castle, you know, mm-hmm. you know that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and that was kind of fun to do. Oh, my, some of my most fondest memories are playing on the Intellivision. Do you guys remember Intellivision? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we we played baseball, and I got really good at stealing bases. And it would drive my dad crazy. My sister was a little bit too little, and she just really lost interest. But my dad and I would play on that console for hours, all these different games. And there was this one dragon one, but I can't remember the name of it. But I just remember that we would I would just giggle because I was at that age. Well, I guess I never really grew out of it. But I would just giggle profusely as, as you'd be going up through the trail, and you're looking. And, and you'd see these little dots, and my dad would say, oh, watch out for the dragon poop. There must be a dragon nearby. Watch out for the dragon poop. <laughs> 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 you know, I take it. I did remember one other. We play on the across the network here at the house. We play a game called Sky Gamblers. It's mm. a uh, World War II air combat game. Um, I play against my son and my my uh, son and my youngest daughter, but they don't like playing that against me too much because <laughs> I tend to be a little bit better pilot than they are currently. Uh-huh. Currently, I say that I am a better uh, pilot. You never let them win, huh? Well, yeah, they keep saying you got to let us win. I'm going, no, that's not the point of the game. <laughs> the point of the game is to learn to win. If you beat me, you beat me fair and square. But, you know, because I, cause I would know how to turn and I knew how to sucker them into, you know, into a dive where they couldn't pull out or their plane would come apart on them or something like that. Now, what's what's your uh, anger management level? Do you guys throw controllers and things? Have there, is there a controller graveyard? No, actually, it's been, we haven't had any of those sort of problems. Okay, you're lucky. We we get people that just drop them to the floor and walk away. Mm -hmm. Oh, rage quit. Yeah, rage quit, yeah. (laughs) We haven't had any, we haven't had any, we've had controllers break, but that's not the reason they break. I mean, Mm. um, we do have a small graveyard of Wii controllers, but that's for other reasons. (laughs) Um, uh, Overuse mainly, because we play, we used to play on the Wii a lot. We don't play near as much as we used to. Because they got mad at me about playing golf because I beat them at golf all the time. Um, did you ever use the add-ons, like the little add-on golf club thing? Or did you just use the, just the straight-up Wii I just controller? used the straight-up Wii controllers. I did. Mm. They, they, I, like, I tried using the, the steering wheel with the first version of Mario Kart, and I went... Yeah, I thought that was going to be so cool. Like I, I was so excited, and I found a really good price on them, and I got them for my son for his birthday. And there they sit in the cabinet. Yeah. Well, speaking of of retro controllers, I'll hold this up so that you guys see if you recognize this. Mm. Mm Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I acquired this because I have slid back into getting my. Monthly subscription boxes. Oh, oh he's at it again. Yeah, this one is from. This was the 
would be the September or no the August box uh, from um, Arcade Block, uh, which is the one I subscribe to. I took a three month subscription, and one of the things that came this past month was this controller. It's USB, so I can plug it into the computers hmm. uh, and play it. And it works pretty good. I mean, you is can it a buy Nintendo it. Classic or what is it? This is a would be the equivalent of an SNES controller. Hmm. Okay. So um, it's really cool. It's, my son was just like drooling when we got it. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I slipped back into when you talk about retro gaming. I slipped back into that because, and the, you talk about. I, have you ever seen the arcade block, Melissa? Mm-mm. The box that it comes in looks like an NES. Okay. On the outside, so it's kind of cool. I don't have the box here. I already threw the box away, but it was a lot of cool stuff this time. It was a lot of Nintendo stuff. Um, there was I we got a T-shirt that was uh. The Eye of Truth from uh, uh, Lord crap. of the Rings. No, not Lord of the Rings. The game on Nintendo. Oh, my brain's going blank. Oh, uh, Link. Uh, oh, um, Link. Um. Oh, that's terrible. Zelda. Zelda. Z- there you go. Yeah, it's from Zelda, and there was a a cool Tetris coffee mug. In the box this month, one where it gets warm and the Tetris pieces show up on the side of the mug. Oh, you've my. Seen, you've seen those Like before. freaky freezers. Do you remember those? Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. They had them for boys. You remember those? Oh, yeah. And then there was a, uh, what was it, five, uh, what was that thing called? Five Nights at Freddy's Mystery little uh, miniature figure. There was a uh, Super Mario uh Another Super Mario thing. I can't remember what it was called. So it's really cool. I mean, I enjoy these subscription boxes. They're a lot of fun. You know, it's kind of like an early Christmas. And because I got like a three-month subscription, because I, I quit taking the one-up boxes several months ago, um, which is not a bad one. And I got, that was like... So how does it work? You get to, you just rent the toys and then you send it back? or No, no. This is stuff you keep. You pay oh. for The subscription box, if you're not familiar with it, um, if you go over to nerdblock.com, You'll see the different ones that they offer. Uh, I chose the arcade block, and this one it focuses on video game-related stuff. Nerd block focuses on nerd stuff. There is a horror block. There is a t-shirt block. There is a comic block. Um, but you get all these little nerd things that are just yours. You're paying for it. The subscription box runs with shipping... It's running me like twenty six or twenty seven dollars a month. It's called Nerd Box. Nerd Block, B L O C K. Oh, because there's a Nerd Box. <laughs> yeah, there, I mean, there's all these kind of subscription boxes out there. You'll get, I mean, I've gotten pop vinyl figures in them. Um, I have I, my Better Call Saul uh, pop vinyl that I have here. Really? Came in one. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, he's there. I forget what else. Oh, my little uh, Pac Man keychain. Mike remembers this. Was it just things that people don't want anymore? No, no. This is brand new stuff that they they put in uh, package. Watch the video and you'll see what I'm talking about. These are and they actually have a they have Nerd Block Junior, which are meant for kids like your kids' age, Mm -hmm. Uh, and they're a little cheaper. And they'll get a they can get a T-shirt. They can get all kinds of different stuff because the I mean now the the ones I've subscribed to we always get a T-shirt every month. Hmm. So I mean. That alone is pretty cool. My son's got quite a collection of gaming 
related t-shirts because of this. Let's now. see how this would come in handy for like birthday presents and stuff. Yeah, I chose the three month subscription, non renewing three month subscription. Ended up costing me for three months, cost me $81 or something like that. That's the price of one toy in some instances. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the stuff, usually the value works out to where you're getting uh, about $10 more in value if you went out and priced the stuff. You get 5 to $10, sometimes even more than that, in value for what you paid for it. Uh, sometimes it can be even as much as $20 worth, you know, if you bought all the items individually. It could be worth as much as $20 uh, individually for that. So, I mean, it's it's actually pretty cool. I, I would recommend it. It's a lot of fun. It's kind of like a little, uh, um, I don't know how do I say it. It's kind of like a little miniature geeky Christmas. I mean, they have food subscription boxes. I did some of those for a while. I've done I've done a One Up box, which is a cheaper one, which is kind of geeky stuff. Uh, I'm back to doing this is arcade block. I've done nerd block. Um, there's another one out there I was thinking about doing. I think it was there was a Star Trek themed one, and then of course the more expensive they are, the less frequently they come. Like, mm-hmm. there's some of these things that are, like, $40, but they only come, like, every other month then. So they're not as, yeah. yeah, but you're getting bigger value stuff. Some of them send you old figures that are, like, mint-in-the-box collectible figures and all kinds of stuff like that. I mean, it can be any number of things you can get in them, Melissa. You, I mean, I think you and your kids would have a blast with these things. We probably would, and it's something I definitely look into. Um, what our issue is right now, though, is we're trying to purge. <laughs> we're trying to well, that's uh, the downs- key. Yeah, because we have such a small house, and we're probably going to be stuck here for a while longer, you know, because thanks to our wonderful economy. And so we're trying to purge. So we're trying to downsize. We're trying to, you know, get the back room set up for the little one because they're, you know, they like they like sharing a room right now, but that's not going to last for much longer. So uh, I want to sw- switch it up a little bit and talk about um, a service that's called Play. It's spelled P-L-E-Y. And I was actually given, I'm going to blog about this soon, but I might as well just talk about it here. And then I sent you guys a link and I put it in the show notes. It's a, an affiliate link. So it's one of those things where, you know, I sign up for it, you sign up for it, then we each get credit. And so I got a free rental out of this. And if you sign up for it or anybody's listening who wants to sign up for it, click on the link in the show notes and then they'll get a free rental. And it's one of those things where you can rent the toy for, you know, X amount of time. I guess it's like a per month thing or I don't even know if there's a limit to how long you can keep it. Um, but we decided to rent this bit 2.0, uh, Ozobot. Have you ever heard of those? It's actually pretty cool. Sounds familiar. It's that little, it's like a little tiny robot. It's like a little, like a sphere in a way. And actually, they do have a BB-8 Sphero toy, and it's it's one of those long weight things. It's very popular. Uh, but that's next on my list to try. The kids are just really excited about that. But it's, you know, it's one of these things where some of these toys are really super expensive. And you know how kids are. They'll play with something for a while, and then they'll get sick of it. Or, you know, they might decide that they really like it, and then you want to buy it. And then you can kind of use it as like a try before you buy type of uh, situation. But it's a monthly, it's just kind of like what you were talking about. It's a subscription. Um, this is twelve ninety nine a month, and you basically sign up for an account, and then you pick out the toys that you want. You put them in your favorites list, and then they'll ship one out to you. I guess I guess it's included, like the shipping price is included. They ship a box out to you. They tell you how many pieces it is. I'm a little leery of getting some of the Lego pieces because I'm just thinking, I don't know if we could get the, all the pieces back. But So it depends on your personal um, feelings about that. 
but so we rented this Ozobot toy and the kids have been playing with it and they're pretty much kind of done with, yeah, you know, they investigated, they saw all it could do and I guess they probably want to move on to something bigger, but it introduced them to programming and how that works and how you can get a little robot to move um, different directions based on these little, it's, it's, a, it's like the kind of thing where if you took a black magic marker and you drew a map, it would follow along the line. But if you use different colors, you can you can say you draw like a circle that's red with another circle that's green. Like that's a code that says it that tells it to turn around and go back the other direction. So it's oh, just oh, I a know. lot of fun. That's, I've seen it. Yes, I do know what you're talking about. Now. And there's an iPad app so that you can actually yeah. set it on the glass of the iPad and it'll go around and it'll it'll trace the trail. And it's yeah. just you know it's one of those thinking things. It makes you think about steps and coding and stuff. So yeah, some old, a some fun way. On some video podcast, I saw them demonstrating it. Um, we saw yes. it at a science fair, too. So once we okay. got that, they were excited. But, I mean, normally, you know, these things are really expensive. And you pay 13 bucks and you get to play with it for a month or, so, or however long you want. And, you know, you don't have to commit to buying it. And then it's, it's just one less thing that sits around in a closet somewhere. So that's what I like about it. And it's, I logged into my dashboard. And actually, there's an interesting section. It tells you how many CO2 emissions you've reduced. Like by the poundage. <laughs> so, oh, really? Yeah, so it's one of those green, eco-friendly kinds of things because you know you're you're con- you're you're not taxing the environment by just renting the toys. Yeah, um, now this that, that makes sense. Although I have a feeling that probably most of the stuff is probably too young for my children at this point. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, your kids might be a little bit too old for a lot of this stuff. I mean, maybe the robots might be cool. Um, well, I'm but, not letting them play with the robots. If I get a robot, it's for me to play with. Right. <laughs> Your kids might be too old for this. You, on the other hand. <laughs> yes, as I enter my third childhood. <laughs> right, exactly. So you, you fit the demographic there. So, yeah, just go check out play.com. But um, we'll put a link to my affiliate link in the show notes. And if you click on that then and you decide to sign up, then we'll both get credits. Yes. And then we'll get to buy more toys. I'm looking at it now. It looks very cool. Yeah, the Legos, I'd never send the damn Legos back. That'd be the problem. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, the, you do have the option to buy it. If it's something that you really like, then you can just buy it. So that's cool, too. Yeah, that's what I need. More Lego sets sitting around the house. I don't have a place. To, I still haven't built my Starship Enterprise yet because I don't have a place to keep it. I hate to build it and then have to take it apart. <laughs> <laughs> I found a place for my Klingon Bird of Prey, but I haven't found a place for my Enterprise yet. So You can't we'll start like suspending them from the ceiling or something? No, because my wife will suspend me by some parts of my anatomy from the ceiling that I don't want. Ah, I see. Occupational yeah. hazard. Yeah, not not happening. And plus, if I do it downstairs where she might let me do it, I don't want to walk into it, and I don't want to see the. I don't want to come home to the cats leaping off the highest piece of furniture trying to attack. <laughs> oh, you know? right. There's the cats. Yeah, fine. Oh, they're, they're Lucy. entertainment. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to see, come home and find Lucy riding my uh, Starship Enterprise across the family room. <laughs> so, yeah. But that's cool. I'll put the link in the show notes. That's very cool. But before we forget one thing, we didn't do this. I was waiting to make sure if Melissa got here, is the weather report. Oh, we got to do the weather. Right? All right, I got to figure out how to do it uh, with my new iOS 10 here. Let's see. Where um, is it? <laughs> It's on the phone, Melissa. <laughs> I know. Okay, I found it. I, I found it. It's it's so, a swipe away. All right. So first, uh, I have uh, Elisa. Even though she wasn't feeling well, she did send us a weather report. She says it'll be nice, high in the seventies, low eighties. Too damn hot for me, uh, for her this week. But she'll be in Florida, where it's going to be in the nineties this coming week. So 
it's going to be in the upper 80s and low ni- and low 90s for me here. So I am reminded of uh, Robin Williams in uh, Viet in uh, Good Morning Vietnam. It's going to be hot, damn hot, crotch pot cooking hot. So <laughs> that's 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 my weather forecast. It's, it hasn't been too bad here today. It's only been in the uh, low 70s to start out, and then it got kind of warm later. But we'll see. So how about you, Michael? Well, uh, right now we're at 69, and I'm looking at the week, uh, the rest of the week. Uh, it looks like uh, 70s. It looks like maybe a couple days it might get down to 60, uh, <gasps> upper 60s. Yeah, it's it's getting to that time of year where, you know, I have to get the heating system going at the school and sometimes a cranky janitor because right now it's, the temperature is going to vary a lot. So it may be cooled and it'll warm back up again. And so it's kind of hard to, and we really don't, well, we've got air conditioning in the middle of the school, but not the whole school. And so it's kind of hard. I don't really want to get the heat going yet because uh, a lot because then if it warms up, then the place is going to be hot. They're going to be yelling at me because it's too hot. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, it's kind of a tricky time of year uh, like the when you do. Uh, yeah, something like that, except I don't go too well. Um, I get a little fussy. Let's just <laughs> leave it at that. Um, yeah, so... Um, it gets interesting, but this you know this week hopefully that temperature will be fine with everybody, and so you know. But we're I know the colder temperature is coming, darn it. Uh, so we got to make sure things are working, and so get the bugs out of the probably literally get the bugs out of the system. <laughs> yeah, that we've had the stink bugs around here, and I've been killing house spiders. This is the time of year when they tend to get really thick, and I have to go out and. I've squished them every morning on the way to work out around my garage. I just and they juice out everywhere. So, yeah, Uh, that's what happens when you live near the woods. Yeah. So it's like you know it's a relentless battle against the spiders. So, but that's the way it goes. So how about you, Melissa? Is it could it be warm out where you live? What is this cold shit you speak of? (laughs) (laughs) I have to drive. We have to drive like four hours to get to that, which we do plan on doing in a few weeks. You know, it's actually going to be to the low, low, low temperature of 88 on Friday and Saturday. The rest <gasps> of the week, you know how it goes. It's fucking hot. You got to get your woolly underwear out at the end of the yeah, week. Yeah, right. 88. <laughs> how will I cope? Yeah, really. So, it was 101 yeah. today. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, because I just stayed in the whole time. I just, I just, I don't go out there. Dry the or wet. The pool. Dry or wet, that's terrible heat. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care which way you go. So, but uh, so now, folks, we'll, we'll we'll move on towards my favorite part of the show. What you gonna buy? <laughs> and Melissa, since you were late, I'm gonna make you go first. I'm ready. <laughs> I knew you were. I'm so. gonna, I, but I am gonna puss out though because um, <laughs> I'm just gonna pick an Apple Watch only because now that they released the new ones, the prices are going down. So I put a link in the show notes for an Apple Watch. At least on Amazon, there's this one that's listed for two fifty seven eighty seven. For I guess if what are we calling them? Their series one or series zero? I keep hearing different things now. Not this series. First gen. We can't we can't <laughs> use gens now. Why can't we no. use just first gen, second gen? That's, that's not politically correct. <laughs> so yeah, it's getting harder and harder to say no to Apple Watch. I'm still having great luck at it. So I'm still, <laughs> still not. I'm at, I'm having trouble trying to say yes. So it is what it is. 
So okay, so you chose an Apple. I thought maybe you'd go for the fancy. Oh, you couldn't do the ceramic watch in the price range I set. Right, and I actually have something for next time. But then you went and changed the price on me, so I was actually prepared, and then I had to go lower. I had something I, bigger picked out, so I'll save that for next time. I change the price every I, week. I know. <laughs> so I'm just going to start picking things out and like putting on a list. Uh, me. So Michael. Yes. Um, yeah, I've got something, and I'm, uh, I'm, uh, well, imagine this. I'm actually thinking about buying it, but um, <laughs> shock. I was, yeah, I know. Um, the, the rubber, but, the rubber Michael mask from Halloween that I did. I posted in Facebook for you. Uh, <laughs> I might like wear that. that over, I might wear that around school just to maybe <laughs> keep kids honest. But um, oh, I dare you, Mike Myers. Yeah, there you go. Um, what I was thinking about though was, no, I put here we go. This one. Uh, I'm trying to click on the right link because apparently I'd closed it on me. Uh, the Ring Doorbell. Oh, because, I heard about this. Yeah, it's a video doorbell. So you can hook it up using your existing wiring and uh, using your Wi-Fi. And then you'll have a video doorbell so people can come up and ring it like they can. And it's also motion activated. So if somebody walks up to your door, you can get an app on your phone and I think an app on Windows computers. I don't think there's one for Macs. <clears throat> Excuse me. But so it's motion activated. So when somebody walks up to the door, it can pop up on your app. And then you can see, even if you're not home, so you can see who's there. If you want to pay... I think it's $30 for the year. You can have them record your uh, stuff because um, Clark is a small town, but we've had a couple incidences here. And even once I remember a few years ago, somebody was prank ringing doorbells. Well, I would so love to catch those little (coughs) darlings. Uh, Yeah. But uh, I'm thinking that's just kind of cool and just to be able to watch things. Or And it was it was really kind of funny. I was sitting down here one morning uh, before I went to work, uh, working the afternoon shift. So it was mid-morning. And I'm sitting there looking at doorbells, and I heard our doorbell ring, which is kind of unusual. Um, and it was the mailman. He had a package. But, you know, uh, and the thing is, it's two-way communication. So um, even if you're not home... You can see who's there, and you can talk to them, and just say, you know, leave the package by the door. Um, if you want to take have mail per- personnel that will ring your doorbell, that will actually like come to your door. They don't just drop the box and leave. Our uh, too. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's a small town too. You you have to, or you get tired and feathered. Um, so you have to be uh, somewhat civil here, uh-huh. uh, but. And, you know, if I want to take automation to the next level, I could do something like either get a um, doorbell or not a doorbell, um, wireless um, door lock uh, that you could use to uh, unlock your door with. Or, again, something else I'm uh, considering is a remote um, garage door uh, opener. Yeah, I know. I got to have my things. Um, That's not what I'm laughing at. (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) <laughs> Why do I read the comments? Never read the comments. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, I know. Um, but so then, you know, if you did have, if somebody showed up, you could, and you see who it was, you could just press the other app on this, uh, the button on the other app and open your garage door, let them in. Or if there's a package and it's raining, you could just uh, do that and then close it again. So, but no, this, uh, the doorbell is something I am, you know, thinking about just to kind of monitor things and keep an eye on things. No, it's, I mean, it's good because, you know, 
you get some sketchy character come on that's really oh no i'm sorry i can't do it right now because i'm i think one of the commercials oh, i'm changing the baby or i'm cleaning my shotgun you know or something like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> both and of which it, depending or it could be deadly yeah well, that's true so okay. and salesman and uh uh jehovah's witnesses can be yeah, a thing solicitor. sometimes yeah that kind of thing so well, we do. We actually have a no soliciting sign on our front door, and it works pretty well. Um, they do I turn out, yeah, because with a couple times somebody's come up, I said, "Can you read?" What do you mean? I didn't think that meant me. I said, "Can you read?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not a big guy, but I will just beat you if you can't read. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I like the idea of the ring doorbell. I just can't. The problem for me is the way our front door is made. I couldn't mount it because there's not enough room on the edge of the door to mount it, and I don't want to drill into the brick around my front door. Oh, yeah. So that's the tough part. I don't have a place to mount it. Otherwise, and, I probably would have got one. And for us, it's not that hard because we have clapboards, uh, clapboard siding on our garage, and we already have an existing doorbell. Now, the one thing, the only slight problem there would be that you wouldn't maybe get your full range because the house sticks out about mm, four feet be on the one side beyond there so you wouldn't get like your full range of vision there but you would see somebody coming to the door um with it that way and you would see somebody and and uh depending on which one you get they have two models here they have a 780p and a 1080p and i think the 1080p one you can set a uh zones for uh motion sensing so you if a car drives by you can scale it back so it won't be picking that up but if there's something in your driveway um or you know if you worry about animals running across you can have it so it's like within a few feet of your um door before the motion is activated so you can sit there girl scout cookie detection in it give me your cookies Uh, nope, I wish. Nope, she doesn't have thin mints. Send her away. <laughs> yeah. Any thin mints? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> We've detected that you have a lack of thin mints. You do not have Samoas. Please exit the property immediately. <laughs> oh, we now have detected Samoas. You may now pass. <laughs> we so, just. It sounds like we're merging uh, Dungeons and Dragons with <laughs> Girl Scouts. <laughs> you know what I'd, just, like to, I'd like to have with the video doorbell? Is have it shoot little lasers down so you get the little laser dots like that. Oh, God. Oh, now that would really mess with solicitors because that was my next question is how do you mess with solicitors? There's got to be some way. Oh, it's, it would be really easy with the ring doorbell. Yes, what do you say? Will it get blood out of the carpet? <laughs> <laughs> you know, or something like that, you know. Just, uh, there's any number of ways you could mess with them. I'm sure Mike could be really creative. Oh, I'm just thinking of like a, a, a recording of a vicious dog, because Molly's not vicious, uh, a, a vicious dog barking or, you know, chainsaws running in the background or, uh, uh, I don't know, you hear uh, chains rattling and people screaming. Yeah, I, I could get creative with that. Well, Halloween's coming up and they have uh, they have Halloween decorations. And one of the ones that we saw that we were really tempted to get was this high voltage sign. And then these lights that you could put on, of course, they would flicker and make it look like it was electrified. And I'd like to put a no solicitor sign right next to the high voltage sign because we do have a, a fence around our property. I thought that would be funny. What you need is that high voltage sign. I saw it says, caution, high vo- voltage. It will kill you. And not only will it kill you, it'll hurt the whole time it's doing it really bad. 
This was wow. on a, this was on a, a near a, a, a <laughs> elevated train somewhere. So I forget which city it was in here. And, you know, oh it's going to hurt really bad. <laughs> it's going to hurt bad. So well, I thought about uh, for Halloween pranks. We used to have this bush beside our steps there, and I had thought about rigging up a little pneumatic cylinder uh, that would pop up something out of the bush, some sort of scary. Um, ghost or I don't know or maybe Freddy Krueger or something like that or maybe just a bloody hand shooting up out through the bush or something but just have it so it shoot up out you know while they're standing there and watch them scream and lose their craps <laughs> so yeah it, it could be fun. yeah we could do that we've had the thing uh, you know where somebody sits there like they're a scarecrow and they'll have the bucket of candy sitting there and they mm-hmm. look like they're a, a decoration but then you come up to them and then they jump and I've seen people throw candy in the air and stuff mm-hmm. like that. More oh, for that's me. Hilarious. Yeah. Well, a couple of times they frighten little kids. I know. I I do have to admit to one time, I used to get pissed off when I was when I was still living at home. They would shortcut through a part of my of the yard, my mother's yard. So I rigged up a little fishing line about three inches off the ground, and these kids would run through there and trip and spill their candy everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> And then they and you'd be, go out and collect it. <laughs> and then you send it out the front door. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It works. It's a, you didn't have to buy near as much candy. Right. You vacuum pack it, it'll last the whole year. You can save uh, it for the following year. There you So th- this week, I picked something that would make Mark very happy. I, I kind of figured so. I picked a set of Bose headphones. Mm. They, are, they have such a catchy title. The Bose Link Around Ear Wireless Head Headphones Model B zero one seven one one seven R G G eight E. So it's a I'm roll sorry, hard. I didn't catch that. What was that again? Yeah, catch. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> Did you catch that as it went across the screen? Melissa? Sure. <laughs> um, the uh, but the reason I picked these is because I've been thinking about with the elimination of the headphone jack. Trying to do things more wirelessly. Now, I don't like earbuds. I use them, but I don't like them. I like, as the guys can see on the video here, I use over-the-ear headphones. But I will admit on more than one occasion, I have strangled myself partially on these cables. Even though this is a fairly long cable and I shouldn't, I have. So these are Bluetooth only, and I could even use them with the phone to make calls and everything. They are $279, though, so mm. not likely. I tend to buy the 15 to $20 headphones most of the time and use them until they crap out <laughs> and then buy another 15 because I usually get a year or two out of them. But these, Bose has a good reputation. I'm not into the audio file quality. I don't care what it sounds like. I just want to hear it because I have a hard time hearing on my phone sometimes. Mm, I, mean, I do, too. Yeah, it's just. I know you don't fly, but I that would be the test for me is to see how they sound on a plane. Um, they have sound coming out of them. <laughs> yeah, but planes are really loud. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I I have flown. I know what you're talking about. I yeah, I do know. They are very loud. But um, so yeah, I these are kind of they may actually end up on my Christmas list this year. I'll I'll have to see. So because uh, I usually try to put one big ticket item, and I've well, gotten. I've gotten two big TVs and an iPad, so I'm kind of out of big ticket stuff that my wife would be willing to buy for me for Christmas. So, well, and uh, you know, you're, uh, these here, these ones that I'm wearing here, uh, I do have a cord hooked up to them because I'm too lazy to charge up the batteries, but they are Bluetooth. Yeah. Um, 
and they uh, and I have used them uh, when we were podcasting before. It's just gotten easier because sometimes I forget to plug it in, and I just don't want the battery dying in the middle of the podcast. So now they have I've a just, mic in them, or are they just headphones? I think they got a mic. Well, I mean, they have a mic in them because they're on your head. But I mean, right? Uh, talking. <laughs> oh, up, um, they have I an mike in them right now, not an mic. Yeah, right. sir. Built-in <laughs> microphone for headset functionality with controls for media and phone calls. And uh, I got these uh, through Amazon, I think only through uh, third-purchase sellers, sellers, but it uh, looks like about $90 for them. Yeah, The sound isn't it. too bad. Yeah, the one, these Bose, can, you can actually run them wired as well. Yeah. They run, so, they'll run wired or wirelessly, so, yeah. Yeah, this one, you just it's got a jack, uh, headphone jack in there, so you just plug it in there and plug it into your whatever you're listening to. But. Your dingle-dangle-dongle. There we go of, again. Oh, dear, we go. Now, now, I did listen to the show last week, folks, and I had, as I told Mike at the beginning, there were a lot of inappropriate show titles that came into my head that I stayed <laughs> far away from. So, we weren't going to get into it. So, Well, folks, I think that'll wrap us up for this week. So, we'll, uh, since Melissa was last here, I'll let her introduce herself as she leaves. <laughs> and I push her out the door and close it behind her. Right, just keep me up. <laughs> I may come back, though. Yeah, that's right. So uh, it's uh, you can find me at the Mac Mommy on social media and just spell it all one word T H E M A C M O M M Y. Try to make it easy for you. That's where you can find me uh, bitching and moaning about Apple stuff and the iOS 10 coming soon. <laughs> there you go, Michael. Where can folks find out more from you if they'd want to? Well, um, you can follow me on Twitter at DSC Chipman, and I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M-C-P-E-E-K. And for anybody that was out there wondering, Sci-Fi Tech Talk, we finally, uh, you know, summer's over with. Everyone's kind of got things under control again. So uh, Friday we released an episode, um, Westworld, the original uh, movie from, was it 73, I think it was. Yeah, uh, uh, we're gonna do. Yeah, somewhere in there. Then we're going to do predestination. So we've got a, a, a plan worked out here. We've got things we're, uh, we're doing now. So we're, we're back on track again. So if you want to go check us out at scifitechtalk.com and uh, you know, watch us as we you know, uh, get back up to speed again. Very good. I do encourage you to go uh, listen to uh, Sci-Fi Tech Talk. Always a lot of fun with the crew over there. Folks, if you want to find more out about me, you can find me on Twitter, not on Facebook, as Melissa's so clearly talked about uh at uh, twitter.com forward slash big underscore in underscore va or you can go over to my about.me page at about.me forward slash kevin alder if you want to find out more about the show go over to geekiestshowever.com reviews and comments and itunes are always welcome they help the show get discovered and thank you to all those that have written them we do appreciate it folks i hope you've enjoyed the show again i want to say a big thank you to Mike and uh, Melissa last week for filling in while I was out feeling while I was under the weather I should say and I do greatly appreciate that and I do want to say one last thing before we go if you do nothing else in between now and the end of next week don't forget to hug a geek Hi everyone, it's Guy from the MyMac.com podcast and I'm here to tell you about the show I wish Gaz was here but apparently he's too busy so Hey, hold on a minute, I'm right here What are you going on about? Well, I was about to cut a promo, but you always seem busy doing other things. Okay, now you've cheesed me off, so I'm turning you into a chipmunk. (laughs) Sure, like you have the power to do that. Whoa, what did you just do to me? Like I said, I turned you into a chipmunk. 
Now be quiet while I do the promo. Why do I have a sudden craving for lettuce? The MyMac.com podcast is a fun look at all the goings-on in the Mac world. We involve the listeners in a show to talk about what's important to them and interview people who do amazing things with their Macs and iOS devices. A carrot might be nice. You can contact us via Facebook, Twitter, Skype, as well as email. I have an urge to climb trees really fast. Shh! Find us in iTunes by searching under my Mac. You'll find us and a lot of other great shows all under the Stoplight Network. Hey, I can scratch behind my ears with my foot. If you promise to be good, I'll change you back. I don't know. I'm kind of digging the fur. The MyMac.com podcast. Done by a Brit and apparently now a chipmunk. Thank you.